Hello and welcome to Success Grid Nation to this new episode of the Success Grid podcast with your host Hussein Talib. In this episode, I am speaking with Daniel Alphon. He is the author of Build a LinkedIn Profile for Business Success. Daniel helped thousands of entrepreneurs and business owners grow their business with the power of LinkedIn. In this episode, you will gain lots of knowledge in how to use LinkedIn and how to cultivate the power of LinkedIn, whether you are an entrepreneur, business owner, or as an individual to advance your career. It will be much appreciated if you can follow the show, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes so the episodes that I publish on the Success Secret podcast can reach more people. Thank you for listening and hopefully you enjoy this episode and gain knowledge from it that you can apply on LinkedIn. Let's go to the beginning of you joining LinkedIn because you basically joined in 2004 how did you join? Because I remember that each new software or each website or each service that was online basically was by invite only, I think, right? So what appealed to you with LinkedIn back then? Yes, you're right. I got an invitation from someone I trusted. And uh, I thought that if that person um, was sending me an invitation, I needed to check that uh, new shiny object out. And I uh, uh, started back then. And then two years later, I was a salesperson and I needed to um, beat my quota. And for the first two months, I was struggling with no, with no sales until LinkedIn showed me the name of the person I needed to reach out to and looking it today it's very simple but back back then my sales cycle got slashed by at least 30 percent simply because i knew who the right person within the organization would be so that's the moment i that was the how moment that led me to look to see what's under the hood and decided i wanted to specialize in the platform and since you started this show hundreds of people have joined linkedin according to linkedin statistics every second same three people sign up so do you think that, for example, LinkedIn back then when you started was the, the thing that would drive businesses because mainly people see it as the place for a CV, right? You're absolutely right. I had no idea what LinkedIn would become, but it's uh, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to build your online business, okay, then you shouldn't think about LinkedIn as a, as a place for you to get promoted or to find a new job. The best thing to do would be to consider it as a website that needs to convert your ideal reader. So if you were a business owner, you build your profile in a way that would make people understand that the successgrid.net is the place to go. And if you're if they were thinking about building an online business, you need to show them that you can help them achieve that goal. Instead of focusing on, on whether you joined where you the, the era back in 2015 or 2016, add information to your profile, upload a banner with a success grid and something about starting your online business and add to your headline something that would explain what the success grid is. And that is likely to make people understand why you're part of the solution. Yeah, so so because like, for example, LinkedIn or uh, Instagram, for example, me personally, if I'm talking about myself, I get lots of messages like, uh, for example, if you want to increase your income, message this account. And the thing is, it tells you to message a different account. And I heard like basically stories, the same thing with LinkedIn, right? And you know that because you are an early adapter to LinkedIn. Why, why do people do that on these 
why do they call it call in LinkedIn or for example on social media in general? Do 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 these things get results from your opinion? They they may get uh result, but they're hurting your reputation in the long run. Okay, the thing is that you can you can automatically send you can use automation tools and, and send thousands of people to potential entrepreneurs and say do this. And maybe you know uh, uh, half a percent would click on that link bait and go there, but ninety nine percent of people are going to look at success greed and center and say no, this is this isn't right. This isn't the the sort of uh, advisor I would like to work with. So I wouldn't advise people to do this. First of all, you have a real life reputation, and you need to build on that. And you have a real life network, and you need to build on that. People who know you are able to refer potential customers to, to you, potential entrepreneurs to you, and this is the best organic way to build your business. Just just like in real life, LinkedIn hasn't changed the way our minds are wired. We need to know you, we need to trust you, we need to like you. So start with the sandbox of people who know you and who can say, "Yeah, you need to speak with that person." Exactly. So back to the, like you mentioned, for example, in the profile, you should specify certain certain like basically an image saying about the company, what kind of it does or the business or the person. So how is that important and how is that actually, let's say, convert people into more clients? Okay, because uh, we were dealing with people with very short attention span, when we visit someone's profile, we're attracted by visual. So if I'm sharing my screen now and I, I'm, I'm sharing the success read page, this banner is more interesting for me as a, as a human because I see the image, it's nice. I see the type success read and I see raising standards and, and it makes me wonder what that means. It maybe it, it relates to me. So the very simple thing you could do is use that banner and add it to your own profile. And why is that important? Because very few people are likely to follow your page, but you as a as a as an entrepreneur, you're going to have hundreds of followers. And this is one major difference between LinkedIn and other platforms. The page is less important when you're starting out. It may become important when you employ thousands of people. But if you're only starting your business, forget about the page. No one will visit it. Start by your own profile and, start and build, um, treat your profile as a website that needs to convert your ideal reader. Actually, very important, like you mentioned, because uh, something that I have noticed, like it is that people like on LinkedIn mostly follow the person itself. There, I, I, I see, you see a lot of some pages, you or you feel like some pages have some kind of following, but, but mostly are people, not just companies. That's that's a huge deal, yeah. So so because we mentioned that, so the focus should be on the on the person's page, like me now, like you mentioned my image, and I think that you like the image. <laughs> so yeah. do, yes. do, do, do you think I should focus me, for example, or any entrepreneur or business owner should completely focus on their personal individual page and make it there and not really focus and give time because as we know, social media in general takes a lot of your time of the business or entrepreneur or whatever. The focus should be on the personal page, right? 
yes, you nailed it. And and every six months, just have a look at your at your business page and make sure it's up to date. But the day to day lead generation and the thought awareness and and your marketing activities will happen through your website through your profile. Just because you rightly said, the natural action for for LinkedIn users is to connect as individuals. You send you an invitation request to look at and, and to, to accept your invitation request and not to follow pages. You're absolutely right. In this regards now, what is the best way to make my own profile, for example, like uh, kind of, uh, I don't want to say a money machine, but let's say a business machine. So Okay, cool. So let me suggest saying three questions that will help you and our audience. Here. The first is define the ideal reader you'd like to attract on LinkedIn. Who's the ideal reader you would like to attract on LinkedIn? Is it a, a new entrepreneur? Is it someone else? Well, if I am looking for an ideal reader, I would say someone who was in my shoes before I got started, like basically uh, wanted to start a business and don't know where to go, how to start, where to start, where to focus. Should they focus on social media following and these kind of things? I don't anymore focus on that. So, for example, so yeah. Okay, so, so the ideal reader would be an existing entrepreneur or someone else? Yeah, it would be someone who wants to be uh, to start an online business. Excellent. Basically. Excellent. Okay. So the first question is to identify that person, and now you help me identify the second question. If we could make those uh, people who want to start an online business visit your profile. What action would you like them to perform? After they visit your profile and after they see what you've written here, what action would you like them to perform? For example, to go read my uh, big articles on starting a business because I have like, for example, two articles mainly. They are like one one is about 5,000 words. The other, for example, is 10,000 words about sitting, goal settings and business. So these, these very good articles and very in-depth so it will give them a very good idea about that. Excellent. Uh, are, you know, the third question is, are you helping those uh, entrepreneurs immediately see those articles? Where can I see those articles? Website. Okay, so perhaps if you're open to it, let's try to change. And I'd like you to share your screen and uh, show us your LinkedIn uh, profile. And then show me the article, the one of the two articles you'd like people to see and we'll incorporate it into your LinkedIn profile. So let me try and, and do it and, and show you how I, I'm doing it on your profile, and you can do it after you record it. All I'm doing now is copy the link to the article itself. Again, the question was, where would you like people to go in order for them to understand that you're part of the solution? So after you log into your LinkedIn profile, you'll see an Add Profile section here. I'm going to click on Add Profile section, and I'm going to select recommended. Again, add profile section, step one, recommended, step two. Featured, and then I'm going to click on the plus sign. Featured on the plus sign, and here I select add a link, and I'll paste the link to the in-depth article. And I wait a couple of seconds, and I see the image, and it's nice, and I see the title, and it's great. And if I save this now, it will be, it will replace my, it will be the first featured element you see on my profile. So it will take you 40 seconds. And I think it's one of the most important actions you can perform. 
decide what links you'd like people to see. Pick the, those links and then go to your profile and feature them. Because when people visit your profile, they will see the featured elements here. And if you have only one, then it would be the full width and they would are, they're likelier to visit that link and then understand that they need to reach out to you. Awesome. awesome. Well, that's that's a great idea, actually. Great, great. But but do you think, like you mentioned earlier, I think that if it's just one, it will be all, the only one featured by its all width, right? The page. So do you think you should put one there, the focus on, or let's say, let's say for example, on my website we show like I have four basically cornerstone articles, what they call mainly big big ones. So do you think like I should have them all the all of them, the four, or just just one? Okay. So there's there's a range here. If you add all four, four of them, then LinkedIn will actually limit and people will only see two and a half. So I wouldn't put four there. I would pick two or three, but nothing prevents you from adding the fourth one or the last one uh, lower in your profile. For example, here in the mm -hmm. success grid, it will be mostly the same process. I'll go to the experience section and I'm going to add the same link to the experience section. And this is another way to highlight uh, a link. I click on the pencil in the experience section where, it's, where in your profile you would say success grid. I click on the pencil mm -hmm. and then I will be able to add a media and I select the link and I add this one. Okay. And then it will show very nicely in the experience section. Now, the, the other questions are, is there an order you'd like people to, uh, to see those uh, articles? If there is an order, then I would start with the first or the two. If any, any, any of the four is good for you, so pick maybe the two strongest one or the two that uh, are likely to make people engage and highlight those in the featured section, and maybe the third and the fourth uh, you could add. So, so as you saw, as we saw now with you and I, you can upload an article, but I assume I didn't. I didn't see. But apparently, there is like you can also add maybe a video, right? So yes, yes. So so that would be even better to for engage, as we know, like video is more engaging than for for example articles, right? So that would be even a better idea to have videos there. Yeah. The, the question is is what um, resource is going to make people understand they need to read more and discover more about you. So if uh, you have uh, the success grid uh, video interview and you'd like to show people a, a recent interview, then that's great. That's a great way for, for you to engage them. Great tips, actually. I didn't know about. Uh, I just I just basically sometimes share on LinkedIn in general. And uh, most of the sharing actually comes from my what I do is I share on LinkedIn on my page and then I reshare it as a from my personal profile. So now telling me that it's better to share on my personal page and these kind of images to be featured on my profile, these I think will make a difference and have uh, some kind of a boost to to my own profile personally, right? So yes. so do, do you think there are now? We talked about a little like the called called calling, basically direct messaging people. So, what are are there any some kind of downside to LinkedIn? Do you think, or is it all good? 
like any platform that has, you know, close to 900 million users, there, there is some abuse. But LinkedIn is considered to be one of the most uh, conservative and professional networks out there. And it's one of the rare platforms where you don't have necessarily to share very often in order to be successful. If you have great content, if you have educational content, that's great. But can you guess what the number one activity for LinkedIn users is? According to LinkedIn statistic, what is the action that most LinkedIn members perform on the platform? Can you guess? <laughs> like, like a post? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's not sharing. Uh, it's actually visiting other people's profiles. That's so, the that's the number one activity. And when you think for, of it, for, for the purpose of adding them or following them or just to check the profile of what they do and then then escape escape the profile. In some cases, it, it would be through search and you discover X Y Z and you visit those people. Or if they send you an invitation request, usually you would visit their profile. Or if you you want to send them an invitation request, you would visit their profile. And any business meeting, any interview, anything important, you would Google that person. And for most entrepreneurs, their LinkedIn profile would be a, a strong Google result. Mm. For some of oh. them, it may be even number one. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I noticed that a lot of, because already LinkedIn is a powerful website and regards what they talk about domain authority and domain rating. So... It makes sense, for example, like you mentioned, if an article is there and someone is searching for a certain article, my article might go there for the link directly to it into LinkedIn. Because we know like there are multiple social media channels, right? Yes. Is LinkedIn enough for, for a business to focus on? Or from your perspective, being a LinkedIn expert, do you think that any business or company should also diversify their social media presence? Okay, that's a great question. I think the answer would vary by the type of online entrepreneur we're thinking about. But the, the question I would ask is where is the audience you'd like to attract? And if you mentioned video and in my whole uh, online business would be around video, then maybe YouTube is, the, is, is a key element I need to focus on. And if I'm a, a photographer and I build an online business, then maybe Instagram would be the, the place to, to be. And if my clients are on LinkedIn, then yes, definitely I would uh, consider LinkedIn as a place for me to show my brand and to help people understand why uh, why they need to engage with me. So, so it's not about ourselves. It's about the people we'd like to attract. Where are they? If all of them are using TikTok, then forget LinkedIn and use TikTok. If they are on LinkedIn, then an additional uh, benefit of LinkedIn is that when people visit your profile, they're in a business mode. They're, they're likely to engage with you and, and hire you or, or ask for something that is professional, whereas where people use other social media channels, they're in a, a more entertainment uh, mode. So it would consume the content, but they're not ready to pay or they're not ready to do anything professional. Yeah, 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 I have noticed that because like you mentioned, you feel like when you are on LinkedIn, most of the content there are about business or news or these kind of things. Whether when you go to other social media, like you mentioned Instagram or other things, it's more like kind of entertainment kind of visuals and content. So it could be distracting in the first place for that, this kind of content. And 
not directly to people who you want to do business with business with right yes sir so what would you say for example now for a business that's starting out how should they approach linkedin business great so the, f- the four elements i would consider first is build their linkedin presence first the linkedin profile then have a strong connection strategy after you build a strong presence and you connect it with the right people think about the content strategy you have do you even have content because you you publish uh, uh cornerstone articles and you have a podcast some people don't so if if i'm not producing any content i could still decide i want to share other people's content for example i, I listened to an episode you released and i would share that episode linking to the success grid and and stating my my takeaways from your interview so after the, the linkedin presence first connection strategy second content strategy strategy third and lastly the lead generation how are you going to generate lead for your business how are you going to make more people aware of your online business and usually they, this is the right order build your infrastructure first have a strong linkedin profile then decide who you'd like to connect with quality or quantity share the right stuff and then start generating leads so i think we talked about how when we were going through the example on how to put the most important things that you want to share on linkedin there for example how to structure a good profile and the content also because when you share specific content you want to keep sharing this these this kind of content right but the last one the last point you mentioned like new leads for the business so is that should be dri- should be build, be driven to a website do you think or like do you say for example run linkedin ads which is me personally i haven't done yet uh, i wouldn't start by using linkedin ads because linkedin ads are, are very expensive and they will bring you uh relatively few uh um, few leads but i would start with using linkedin organically And, and that is based on your content strategy and your connection strategy. When when someone visits your profile, I'm going to share uh, something from, from my book. This is a classic funnel. So let's imagine we are uh, enabling uh, 100 new aspiring entrepreneurs who want to start their own business, visit your profile. In order for them to even find you, you need to be on LinkedIn. And an additional question I could ask is what sort of keywords are going are people going to use when they look for someone who can help them uh, build their online business? If you think about those terms and you uh, incorporate those terms in your profile, then LinkedIn search is, is amazing. There are billions of searches run every year. So maybe some of them will say, Uh, online business coach or online business consultant or online business uh, setup or online business XYZ. Try to build a list of those terms and make sure that in the success grid section of your experience, you say, I help entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs launch their online business. I do it through questions like, which social media should you use? Uh, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, XYZ. Everything is natural for the human reader But ideally, you should also incorporate the right keywords. So you're thinking about the algorithm, but you're writing for the human. And that is likely to make more people actually discover your profile. And then the first five seconds is, is where your banner, the success grid banner that you have, and your headline 
can make them decide they want to understand more about you. And and the and the we mentioned the banner, but we haven't discussed the the headline. And the headline is the most important real estate on our profile. So the the headline is basically what people see just next to your name. By default, it would be uh, owner, CEO, success grid, or, or whatever. But what you could do is tweak the headline for readers to understand why they need to read more. So, for example, success grid launching your online business successfully or something that would make it if, if i'm uh, interested in launching my online business everyone is is uh, uh interested in success but being more specific is likely to attract even more people to say okay let me uh, let me see what success we did it is and maybe uh, i will convert and i will reach your uh, your your, uh, your website I could also check if we had a mutual connection, then I, I could reach out to that person and ask him about you. So if, if I'm seeing that a recent guest of Success Breed is a mutual connection and I reach out to him, then he would know about you and he would be able to make the introduction outside of LinkedIn. And lastly, when people decide they want to reach out to you, you need to make it as easy for them as possible to reach out to you. Because right now, looking at your profile, and I decided that I wanted to <clears throat> sorry, reach out to you. When I click on contact info, there is no email I can use. Whether you want to be accessible by email is your decision. But if you are, then know that most people will not see an email. And when they try to click on message, this is a premium uh, features so most people will not be able to message you uh, this is the first time i have known that so so if there is no connection between two people if they want to message you it's a premium feature you have to be a paying customer for linkedin to in order to to message absolutely you don't, there, you're not connected to yes and most people are not uh premium uh, members of course so speaking of this you mentioned two things now premium and uh, the linkedin algorithm so can you expand on these two individually? Sure. I would advise online entrepreneurs who are starting out not to focus on premium LinkedIn features and to start organically, but they need to spend time. What, what I mean by that is that uh, if you start by using a premium account and you, you don't know the platform well enough, then you're not going to gain a lot through it. Okay, a premium account is something that you consider down the road if LinkedIn becomes a tool you're using on a daily basis, 24-7, then it may be worthwhile uh, paying for. But imagine what would happen if you started with LinkedIn and you get a premium account, you would not be able to actually leverage it. The time to, to do it is once you've played enough with the free account, you've seen the limits of the free account, and you know that if you pay, you will save that amount of time. So don't start with it. Don't focus on it. I had a, a free account for years and I was able to do everything I wanted. Maybe down the road when LinkedIn is, is really a, a, a tool you're using every day, all the time, then start considering the uh, premium account. Don't start there. You need to invest time. You need to play with the platform. You need to run a search. You need to look at people's profile. You need to understand how that mechanism work 
in order for you to leverage the platform. And regards to the algorithm, because like we talked about here, you should focus on the free account and not go premium forever for whatever features they offer you, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that social networks in general, they have updates like maybe every day. So (laughs) how is the the LinkedIn algorithm work? The LinkedIn algorithm is is probably even more secret than the Coca-Cola formula. LinkedIn doesn't show any information about it, whether to users or premium users or even some of its employees. So it's a trial and error system. But what we know Mm -hmm. is that generally speaking, LinkedIn would like people to stay in the LinkedIn platform. So when you share things, say you, you share a quote from the podcast or you share an external link to the podcast. The algorithm sees that you're sharing an external link and LinkedIn doesn't want people saying to leave the LinkedIn platform and go elsewhere. But if you incorporate the quote or the text or anything from the external uh, link to to what you shared, then the algorithm is likely to show it to more people. Or for example, what you could do is consider writing what LinkedIn calls a LinkedIn article. A LinkedIn article is like a, uh, like a post, but the shelf life of the article is, is longer. So it's not tomorrow morning I'm interviewing uh, Peter Moore, please, please uh, listen to this. But here are the trends I've noticed in online business creation for the last year. And that, that in-depth article, just like the superhero ones you have, they could be read today, they could be read in six months time and they would still be valuable. So having a LinkedIn article is going to help you share it across LinkedIn because when you share it, LinkedIn knows that if I click on it, I will stay within the garden of LinkedIn and more people will actually see it. Let's assume it's for sure every social media networks want to keep the users in it. They don't want them to live outside of it. So it's, it's very well known with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Whatever they do, the purpose is for people to stay on the platform, not leave there. Do you think that we missed an important subject to talk about here for the audience and we can revisit now? I think, no, I think I don't want to be too overwhelming. We've covered quite a lot. I'll I'll try to to rephrase actually something we discussed for, for anyone to take a simple takeaway. Number one, who's your ideal reader? Number two, what action would you like them to perform? And number three, are you helping them by telling them and showing them the right information at the right place in the right order for them to convert? The right place is your profile and not the company page. To show them means the visual banner and to educate them through the headline and through the text and the keywords. And what I could share with you is also a giveaway on my website, on my website that is a cheat sheet about improving our profile headline. So where can people get in touch with you or get this cheat sheet? With pleasure. The best uh, place to go is, is danielalfon.com. And on, on the homepage, you will see the, uh, the freebie. And uh, it, it's a simple cheat sheet with, with examples before and after. And they can... Uh, download it for, uh, for free and it's uh it's likely to help them write a more customer centric headline thank you for listening to this episode of success grid 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.